My name is Amanda Newell from the Centennial Tigers, and you're listening to A Yank on the Footy. And welcome to episode number 70 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels from Sandusky, Ohio, and I'm glad that you're listening. In this episode, I've got the great pleasure of talking with Amanda Newell, the club secretary of the Centennial Tigers, one of the newest clubs in the USAFL. And welcome to the podcast, Amanda. Thrilled that you could uh, join me tonight. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's, uh, as we were talking about off air, anything that I can do to help promote the game here to help people that are in the states learn about the game and realize that hey you can participate as well i really want to help out with doing that so i'm glad that you're able to to join me tonight uh you know we were you know we were talking with sarah as well and she decided to let you fly solo this evening so uh hello sarah uh so before we dive into talking about the you know the club the the new club that you got started last year why don't you tell us a little bit about your footy background um, yeah, so I um, started in the season of 2018. Um, I grew up playing sports. Um, I dabbled in about like a little bit of everything, but really stuck with rugby through middle school and high school. Um, and then, you know, life took over and I stopped playing sports um, until Sarah um, actually posted about coming out and trying footy for the new season. Um, and I went to one practice and I was dying afterwards, but I was hooked. And I think that season, like I never missed a training, never missed a game. Like it was something that I fell in love with and I still have so much passion for. Um, and I will say, Sarah, most of the stories um, from the teammate, team members um, are, well, Sarah got me or Sarah did this. Um, so she's definitely someone who has brought a lot of passion to the game here in Colorado. Yeah, she's, you know, I've read a lot about her over the years that I've been following, following the game. And, you know, I, and I kind of follow Danny Marshall's journey to Australia. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got a chance to interview Danny last year for the podcast as well. Yeah, and they she, actually went together. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and Sarah just is absolutely, you're right. She is passionate about this, this game. And she sounds as though she's extraordinarily persistent. Yes, she is. <laughs> Um, she, not she's bad, not gonna, not character flaw. no, no. Yeah. She's definitely not going to let any obstacle get in the way, um, to making this successful and, um, just building footy in the U S for sure. Now, you mentioned, uh, that you played you know, soccer and you played a lot of rugby, um, in, ju- in junior high. Did you, you know, junior high, high school. Yeah. For, first of all, did, nobody gave you a whole lot of grief if you were a rugby player, did they? That, you <laughs> no. know, they, they are arguably <laughs> some of the, you know, Footy players are, are very tough, but they're, you know, they tend to be a lot, in many cases, a lot, you know, when you watch them professionally, they tend to be a lot leaner, a lot faster. That's something, but rugby players are just, they're, they're tough. So, yeah. <laughs> did you have any uh, siblings that uh, didn't give you any guff because you were playing rugby? Uh, well, I guess I should have clarified that Sarah is actually my sister. Oh, really? No, okay. Yeah. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> didn't make it's okay. Most people. Most people find that out, and then they're like, oh. <laughs> like, okay. Well, see, so she was persistent over the dinner table. Yes. At Thanksgiving <laughs> or at Christmas time or whatever. Say, hey, you're going to come yeah. do this now. Oh, well, 
Okay. Yeah. No, I, I did not know that going into this, and I, I kind of <laughs> wish that I had because now I feel a little bit like a dork. Oh, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm usually so good at doing that all on my own, so thanks for the help on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so of, of soccer and, and rugby and, uh, and footy, which of those do you think has got the most unique set of skills that you have to have in order to be, to be good at it? Um, well, I, I really like that footy, like your background can really be anything and you can find a skill that you're good at, but there are so many different skills that you need in footy that I would say it's definitely the most technical game. Um, you know, we just, um, we did, um, sorry, I, um, training with Tom Ellis, the um, USA head coach. Uh, and he actually taught us how to do the bounce correctly, which even Sarah had struggled with. Um, and so there's, there's just so many aspects of it that, you know, it, it's, it takes years and years of practice to be able to do them. You mean, you mean bouncing as you're running with the ball, not, yeah, not the center yeah. bounce. Okay. Cause, cause if he can handle the center bounce, he might want to talk to Razor Ray about that because he's terrible <laughs> at him. Uh, so, um, what, what position do you play when you're out on the grounds? Um, I usually play, um, either fullback or back pocket. Okay. Okay. So you love playing defense then. I do love playing defense. I was a forward in rugby. Um, so I definitely get the most excitement and joy out of stopping plays rather than making the big ones or or scoring. (laughs) Yeah. So who do you support in the AFL and the AFLW? Uh, I'm definitely a big supporter of Adelaide, um, but I also do like Richmond um, being a Tiger. So. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm a cat supporter and I'm still getting over, I'm still getting over the grand final. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I saw somebody posted something online the other day. If you could add one player to your club, you know, who would it be? And I, and I put on there, I said, I'm going to add Dusty just so we don't have to face him. Uh, <laughs> um, so you know, you've, you've been following the game. You've been playing for a couple of years. You know, your sister has been involved with this game for a longer period of time than you have. Yeah. So, so did she kind of give you the bug as far as watching the game, even before you started playing? Um, and I would say so. I definitely went and saw her play okay. um, and was re- interested. But at the same time, I was like, oh, there's a lot of running. I don't know if I could do that. And I think that really held me back from playing um, or trying it out because um, she plays in the midfield. And so I just assumed everyone ran around crazy like that. Um, <laughs> it's definitely a lot, a little bit more relaxed in the back line. And so, um, but yeah, I, I've loved it. And it, it reminded me of rugby until I actually learned to, to play. And now it's completely opposite. Yeah, it's, oh, so you think it's completely the opposite of rugby then? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I always say, or like tr- when I try to explain it to people, it's like they got together and they said, we're going to make all the rules as different from rugby as we can. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, I, I joke with people. I said, you know, when they say, well, what's the game like? I tell them to go back and listen to the, to the first episode of my podcast. And I, and you can find out how I described the game way back then, but uh, yeah. it does have a, it does have a, a very unique set of skills. It does. But, uh, yeah. And as, as you said, you know, everybody can find something that they're, that they're good at. You know, whether they are, they are somebody that has the ability to do all of the distance running that can play in the midfield or that yeah. maybe can kick the ball square on accurately, that they can play up forward, that type of thing. Or you right. don't mind laying the wood on somebody and playing defense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> stopping them from scoring. So, 
what have you found to be the 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 biggest challenge so far as you're uh getting the the, the new club up off the ground because you got it established as of november of this past year um yeah so we i think our biggest challenge has just been facing kind of um dealing with a pandemic and trying to get our, our team off and, and running. We had a great turnout and um, we definitely have started our building blocks. Um, but with the pandemic and nationals canceled, we really haven't played an actual game yet. Okay. Um, so I think it's that and maintaining interest because people love it. But when we can't go out for three or four months, then <clears throat> it's harder to keep people engaged. And this winter, well, last winter, even before you got playing, were you able to do any kind of indoor training at all with your group? Did you have like an indoor facility that you could go into and kick the footy around? Yeah. So last winter we started and um, Tom Ellis, the um, US head coach, had done our clinics for us. And that was really based on how they practice in Australia and like their like middle school, high schools where they choose a track. And so all of the, the students there are there to play footy. And so their, their trainings are done in the gyms during the winter. And so okay. his whole clinic is based off of that. Okay. And so it really builds those, those skills that might get kind of lost when everyone's running around crazy on a big field. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause you're, you're getting the, uh, you're getting the skills there. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah. So, so what has gone you know, since, you know, COVID has pretty much wiped out anybody's everything. <laughs> right. What, what has been the, the beacon, the, the light at the end of the tunnel? What's gone well that you're thinking, okay, despite all of this, this is happening and we can look forward to because of this. Right. Um, yeah. So we had a great turnout. Uh, we had over 40 new women come out and at least try it. We consistently had 20 at trainings prior to deciding to cancel the season. Um, and so we still have people coming in, you know, we do monthly activities, whether it's on Zoom or if things are a little calmer here, we can get together. Um, but it's, we're building that <clears throat> community with our team. Okay. And so everyone's really excited to finally get to try their skills on the field. And so that's definitely something that we're all like holding on to as we can't wait to do it. Um, and so that's really driving people to, to stay with us. Terrific. Yeah, because it's uh, it has to be tough to, to keep morale up, if you will, because of <laughs> yeah. the fact that you haven't actually been able to to play a game. That that, that has to be a, a bit of a you know, a bit of a drawback. But uh, what's got you most excited about this? Um I well I am most excited. I think we have a really great team. Um, we have um, Coach Destry who has come in and he has been so dedicated to supporting us. And I mean, we did one-on-ones with him and, and he was at every training. He's always prepared. And I feel like we've actually built a really great team. And it's, um, it's not just, you know, running around and kicking the ball, like we're learning our skills and, and actually how to play the game. Um, and so that's been one of the most exciting parts is being like feeling like an actual footy team. Okay. Yeah. And since you were involved with your sister kind of at the outset of getting this going, if another group, and, and there are other groups around the country who are now 
starting kind of where you were in 2019 with getting a club up and running, if somebody was looking at getting a, a club up and running from the ground up, what advice would you give to them? Yeah, I would definitely um, look to um, other teams around, especially like the newer teams, and really like reaching out to them and asking them for support and help. Um, we have great relations with some of the newer teams um, who have reached out to us. There's also the 45,000 um, <clears> that is starting out and um, is a great way to get um, some of those skills and support. Okay. okay. And it's, yeah, and I think it has to be uh, coordination between the different clubs. I think that that is a must for, I think, your survival. Yeah. Because you know, when, I, when I spoke to, uh, to James from the, the North Texas group, I was stunned when he told me you know, that they're trying to get, you know, 5,000 participants nationwide playing footy. And he said that they have 3,000 people just in the Dallas area playing rugby. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that number stunned me. I, I, I did not expect that at all. But, you know, it, it, is, it is what it is. So, right. it's a, you know, it's a bit of an uphill battle to get to that 5,000 and then hopefully beyond that. Yeah. And I, um, I would say that it's a, a great way is to reach out to also like the rugby teens and some of those unique sports around and see how they're doing it and how they're getting um, recruiting. Um, <clears throat> Cause those are the types of players. Um, I know like there's Gaelic football here and they often come and, and play footy when it's, you know, their off season. Oh, I didn't so, even know. I didn't even know that was in the States, but yes. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. I, and I have not watched that before. I, the ball is round in that game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have I haven't watched any of it though, so it's uh, that's got to be a little easier to bounce. Yeah. I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would think so too. So, <laughs> I've never. So, yeah. So where do you see the team in three to five years? Um, we we are planning on to be on being a successful team. Our board has actually started planning a trip to Australia for our team to really go get the full footy experience. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Terrific. Yeah, we have this great relationship with John McCauley. Um, he runs the footy factory, and he's actually um, – Sarah met him when she was down there and, and made this great relationship. And um, he's really building and promoting girls and women footy in um, Australia right now. And it is – it's great to see the, the, the growth of the game. And if, you know, and if you're watching, you know, the AFLW, it's been, it's been really interesting to see, because you mentioned earlier when we were talking here that, you know, there are skill sets that you can bring in from other sports, you right. know, whether it be somebody who's playing cricket or somebody who's played netball or basketball or volleyball, whatever, they can incorporate something that they have done into this game. Yeah. But now with the AFLW, and uh, you know the the you know the BFLW and that sort of thing that's going on. We're starting to see, I think, where more and more girls are getting involved in playing this game at a younger level. Yeah, I I I, I saw something. Oh, it was actually uh, a video I watched on somebody who I'm hoping to have on for an interview in the future, where they were talking about one of the people were talking about how in South Australia, and this was somebody in Adelaide, mm -hmm. that there were, if I'm not mistaken, like a half dozen girls teams at a certain age level like three years previously and then now that the aflw is around that it's grown it's grown to like 60 teams yeah and it it surprised me when i found out that like 
how recent the women's game is there. Um, and I know the AFLW only started a couple of years ago, but before that, yeah, it wasn't a big thing for women's footy in Australia. Um, and so it's great to see that there's such growth there and that we're also having um, amazing growth here too. Yeah, and I and I, I talked about this in a recent episode that the St. Kilda coach had said that maybe, you know, pump the brakes on getting the last four teams into the AFLW because, you know, there's 14 out of the 18 teams yeah. that are there now. And they were arguing that we need to build the skill set of the people who are going to be playing at this highest level just a little bit more before we bring four new teams into the competition. So, because mm. I think yeah. a couple more are supposed to come in next year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fascinating to see the growth. And, I, and I'm, I'm hoping you see that kind of growth uh, – with your group this year, hopefully you get a chance to play. Yeah. Uh, yes. I'm hoping that things have come down. We just submitted our permits to have our fields for the summer. So we're hoping and planning that we're actually going to get to play. <laughs> so where, where does somebody find goalposts? I mean, I've, I've never even thought about that before. Is that something that you get from the, you know, the, the play Aussie folks down in, in uh, Georgia, that sort of thing? Um, well, yeah. So, well, play Aussie is amazing and um, we definitely use them when we can. Our practice goal posts are just off Amazon. <clears throat> um, okay. Yeah. So they're, um, we use retractable ones. Um, so they're easy to transport to. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. You yeah. Need, like a really big truck to haul those big posts around. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, as I was looking through your, your website, you know, and you've mentioned this, that right now it's just a women's club, but you're hoping down the road to add a men's team if there's enough interest yeah so um we had set out just as a women's team as um it was all women coming together to start this new team um but throughout last year we actually had about seven or ten men come out and they were husbands or you know they played gaelic and they lived down in the area or <clears throat> we actually uh, the park we chose is somewhere with a lot of foot traffic so they would see us and we'd, you know, talk to the women and then the men would be interested too. Um, so, you know, perhaps in the future we can add a men's team. Um, we also have a lot of younger players <clears throat> that have wanted to come and play 11, 12, 13-year-olds, which is a little young for us, but um, we're definitely starting that um, so that they're ready to play in a couple of years. So is 18 your kind of your lowest your cutoff point that you will allow people to play you want them to kind of be that age that adult age then um well so we i don't believe the usaf sorry usafl has like a minimum age we let like 16 and 17 year olds come out okay. um, with you know the appropriate parent permissions um right, but right. yeah we don't we try and keep like the younger kids they can come out and kick or you know run around but definitely not play <laughs> Okay. And, uh, you know, I was looking through your, your website and it looks like you guys have a, a pretty impressive list of sponsors that you've put together. You've got a lot of people who have gotten on board to help out. Yeah. And that, I mean, our board has worked tirelessly to get our sponsors and maintain our sponsors. Um, I know we have quite a few who are already committed to coming back for this next year um but we i think we really we really work on building our community um and and working within our community and so that has helped with our sponsorships so and i and i guess you're you're always looking for additional sponsors if somebody wants to get on yeah. board and, and help yeah. out you, you wouldn't say no to them 
no, we would definitely not say no. And um, we really welcome anyone who wants to help out, even if it's, you know, they, they can't donate any money, but um, they want to come and, you know, support the team or however they can. Um, we love that support. And um, if there's any support we can give, we always will do it back. Okay. And, and for, uh, for maybe one of the new clubs that's looking at getting started or they're just at the ground floor and they're beginning mm -hmm. to put things together, what role does the uh, what role does the sponsor actually play for one of the for for a club? What do they what do they actually do for your club, or how, how do they help out? Yeah, so we um, so some of our sponsors have donated money, um, which helps buy our jerseys and helps pay our fields, and it it gave us that boost of of where we could get this off the ground without relying on players to have to pay, um, you know a crazy amount for their annual dues. <clears throat> um, but then we had some, so we had a massage therapist and, you know, she, it was her own business and she was brand new um, where she would come and like give us massages and, and in return we would go and, and support her out, you know, outside and give her that okay. business. And so it's definitely like a relationship of, you know, you want to help us and grow the game. Um, but then we can, our team and our community can come and support you. I mean, we really look for those local businesses. Okay, that's terrific. Yeah. And you know, we'll, I'll have a link to the uh, to the team website uh, in the show notes as well. Yeah, I I really liked you know as I was going through the website, I liked your uh, what we are about piece that you have on the website. Yeah. And uh, you know, you, you spelled out the uh, the core values of of tigers, and I'm going to quiz you right now. Do you know what those are? Um, tenacity, <laughs> integrity, grit, um, oh, I don't remember the E. Okay. <laughs> okay. Empowerment? Empowerment, um, I believe it's respect. Uh-huh. And then. Yes. Oh, that S. Oh, come on. This is going to be Sportsmanship. There you go. Sportsmanship, <laughs> yes. Uh, so I think that, let's see, you got two, three, you got five out of six. I think that's a B plus. Uh, we, we won't tell anybody that you didn't get all of them, okay? Okay, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we won't tell anybody. Hello there. Hello, we sorry. Have, we, we have somebody on the screen that's, that's uh, joining the interview here. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I looked at the online store today, and uh, I noticed that it wasn't open at yes. this point in time. Is that, is that something that's going to reopen for people that want to uh, help out supporting the club? Yeah, so we actually go through um, a local vendor, and what and the way that it works is they open the um, sorry they open the store for a couple weeks, and then they close it, fill the orders, and then reopen it. Okay. Yeah, okay, so terrific. it's a rolling thing. Okay, terrific. And uh, the you know one of the last things I want to ask you here because I yeah, I see you've got your hands full there now. <laughs> um, yes. Hello there, little person. <laughs> if you were to give one piece of advice to a community that's interested in starting a club, not that they've you know not in terms of actually starting it, but if they're interested in starting it, what piece of advice would you give to them? Um, I think that the best piece of advice would definitely be to build those relationships and having a good support partner um, 
whether it's a family member or someone else who wants to start with you. Um, but it's about building a community. And so if you really focus on the community piece, the sports piece will come with it. Okay. Terrific. Terrific. Yeah. And how can people get in touch with the club? Yeah, so we have all socials, um, and then we also do have our website, which has a form you can fill out. Um, it has our board members' emails on there, um, and so it's really easy to contact us. Okay, and I'll put that link up on the, uh, on the show notes as well. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, my guest has been uh, Amanda Newell of the uh, Centennial Tigers. Amanda, thanks for coming on. I truly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me, and thank you for working so hard to to get our sport known and to build this um, great sport here in America. It's absolutely, it's absolutely my pleasure. It it really uh, it's great to see you know the clubs being able to have success with uh, with what it is that they're trying to to accomplish and, and the, the growth of the you know the camaraderie that's going on with the clubs as well. So yeah, it's it's absolutely you know, my pleasure to be able to do this. So I, I I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day. Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you so much. Terrific, terrific. I'd like to give a big thank you to Amanda Newell for coming on the episode this week, and I'd like to thank her sister, Sarah Rohner, also of the Tigers, for helping get this set up. It was great to be able to have the opportunity to help the two of you promote your club. If you're interested in checking out the Tigers website, I will leave a uh, link in the show notes. And ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, if you'd like to sign up for the mailing list so that you get each new episode delivered to you first, there's a link to a short form in the show notes. If you'd like to sign up, I'd love for you to add be added to the list. And make sure you check out the uh, link on the storefront for the podcast which you'll also find in the show notes. Remember, anything that comes in from that is going to get rolled right back into the uh, podcast to help uh, pay for hosting fees, to help to update some equipment. I've got a couple of things that I've been looking at investing in to help make the podcast sound a little bit better, besides some cough drops. So if you're interested in some swag for the uh, podcast, I'd love for you to support it. And check that out. But like I said, there's a link in there for the Redbubble website. Also, if you've got an idea for a show topic or someone that you think would be a great guest, maybe it's yourself, please feel free to shoot me a, a DM on Twitter or send me an email at yankofthefooty at gmail.com. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Remember that uh, while you can find all of the episodes of the podcast at yankonthefooty.podbean.com, you can also find it on your favorite podcast provider. Every episode is also available on my YouTube channel. Just search out my name, Craig Wessels. Now that you've listened, I would love it if you would give me a review on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you think. Let me know what I'm doing well, what I could be doing a little bit better. It lets the podcast host know what I think as well. Might get a little bit more recognition in their algorithm when people are searching out for podcasts to listen to. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, you can also reach me at yankonthefooty at gmail.com and also on Twitter at yank underscore on, as well as on Facebook and Instagram at a yank on the footy. As I had said earlier, you can also find the podcast on YouTube by searching my name, Craig Wessels, and if you haven't done so yet, I invite you to sign up for the mailing list. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask that you share a link to the podcast on your social media, share it with your friends. Would love to grow the listenership of the podcast. I'm having a great time doing this. I've had some fantastic responses from people who are listening. But if, as any podcaster would tell you, we'd love to 
grow our listenership. So please go ahead and copy that link and put it in your uh, social media and let people know if you like the podcast. It'd be fantastic if you do that for me. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening because while we're fans of our teams, deep down we're fans of a game that we all love, and that's the game of footy. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so very much for listening. I ask that you share the podcast with your friends and family. And may your dribble kick never, ever hit the post. I'll catch you later. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number 70 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on on Twitter or to yankonthefooty at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram and on Facebook at A Yank on the Footy. And again, thanks for listening, and please share a link of the podcast with your friends and family. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, goodbye. <laughs>